recording. No, we are recording, hey. guys. This is a new Hello. episode. It's a Skype episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> Already apologizing. Yeah, yeah. That's what we show now. I'm very <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's how we should start every episode, regardless of Skype. Nothing. It's not funny. Just do a Seinfeld. We'll go on Letterman. I'm very. I, I apologize for what I said about Afro Americans. Anyway. Uh, well, look. I like. I was like, this is shit. I hate doing Skype. We're gonna need something to help us. Okay. Something to like, you know, like a little bit sprinkle of something onto yeah, the episode. A bit of cinnamon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, we need to get some cinnamon. I'll type cinnamon into Google, and. <laughs> You're, You're the first picture came right up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, introduce. We have a new guest. We have a guest on this episode. Who are you? Uh, my name is Jordan Robinson. Uh, I'm a stand-up comedian from Belfast. Uh, hence the accent. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, I do improv comedy and I also uh, do podcasts and stuff. And that's why I'm here, guys. Yeah. And, and more importantly, you have also been very nice to us. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, uh, I. I <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm doing it because once uh, the revelations come out, I'm not going to have a lot of friends. So I just want to <laughs> get in with you guys. I see. Yes, so you're going to uh, jump onto our sinking ship. Yeah, I like okay. it. It's the yeah. Yeah. game. We're going to do what Rogan did in Texas. <laughs> but our compound's in Newry. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you get her, your girlfriend's family out of the gaff, we're going to set up shop there, Brian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Done. This isn't a Patreon episode. <laughs> what, well, she's going to hear it, is she? Uh, she doesn't listen anyway, but I don't want yeah. her weird family to listen. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Jordan, uh, you yeah, and I but... met about, uh, what was it, like, probably a year ago, two years ago? Was it at yeah, the... Yeah, between uh, one or two years ago. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what was it called? The... That Australian place in Dublin? Oh, the wool shed. The wool shed, that's yeah, what. Yeah, 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 yeah. You call it the Australian and, place. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> I've been there like twice in my life, so I can't remember the name. But the wool shed, it was lovely. It left a great impression on me. Yeah. Um, just couldn't remember the name. <laughs> um, but yeah, so fuck. It, and, like, uh, that's just when I started like properly going like, okay, I'm going to like apply myself to this rather than yeah. just, you know, the odd kind of gig now and then. Yeah. And it's crazy to think, like, I, I guess with the lockdown in the past, what, like, seven, eight months, it, like, you people haven't been doing comedies, but that's still time elapsed since you've started, so it feels kind of weird, but yeah, man, fucking two years. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking, I'd say you were kind of, like, doing the improv thing in Dublin as well, weren't you, like, in, um, uh, on Shaw? Yeah, so, um, uh, I did, yeah, a couple of the tight ropes and in the Pierce Theatre as well. Um, nice. in Dublin and uh, I've done some stuff in uh, Galway as well um, and every Sunday in Belfast uh, there's shows, improv shows and uh, I also kind of like jump on and help with uh, Belfast Improv Theatre teach classes so I would kind of um, jump on the classes and uh, help the kind of like 101 classes uh, with their shows and stuff like that so that definitely kept me busy for a good portion of like the time between doing stand-up gigs Nice. This is interesting because I'm starting a teaching course at the moment. Mm-hmm. Now I'll be teaching English, all right. Okay. But teaching is the same no matter what you're teaching, all right. Yeah. No yeah, matter yeah. what subject. How do you I've teach improv? Um, it, it's really, it's really just about teaching people to kind of like lose their inhibitions, but like in a kind of positive way, rather than you know just saying yes to everything. Uh, like <laughs> just kind of just be open and. Instead of this sounds really rapey, I'm sorry. Um, just to be open to uh, different kind of circumstances where normally you would be like, oh no, I'm not doing that. Like getting on stage for people is normally a huge big no. Yeah. But um, like when you just uh, embrace the yes and go like, yeah, okay, fuck it, I'll do it. That's you know when you kind of start learning, and that's like the first hurdle to get over when you start teaching improv. And then uh, there's a lot of kind of like stagecraft and stuff like that. But when you say you teach improv. It's kind of like saying to people, you teach people how to make shit up in their head. Which, you know, <laughs> yeah. So you, but, you go for helping them find what's inside themselves. You I don't like I, just throw bricks at them and say, be funny, you cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's like, that's like uh, I'd say 301 onwards is the, yeah. the brick stage. Be, um, be like Colin Mockery, you piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this would never make it on whose line. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, no, it's it's 
I don't I don't really know what I would prefer um, from performing improv to doing stand up because they're they're kind of like two completely different beasts. But uh, I, I genuinely do think that um, starting improv first definitely gave me the kind of uh, the kind of confidence to at least try stand up. And it's like most people's first gigs, um, like you get like loads of your friends or family or whatever to come and it's packed out and they all think you're the next fucking Stuart Lee or something like that. <laughs> and it's you're on fucking cloud nine for the next month and you're going like, OK, where can I gig next? And you're you want you're fucking sending your clips out everywhere. Uh, mm. So like I, I think it genuinely helped with that uh, to actually just, you know, get up and write five minutes material to do on stage. Hmm. So now, I did an improv is... course one mm -hmm. time. I did one class. Oh, yeah? And I remember the teacher told us at the start, just because it's improv doesn't mean you're allowed to touch anyone. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's an important uh, part that I kind of glossed over. Uh, yeah, con <laughs> consent is uh, it's normally uh, something you talk about before you go on stage or anything like that, just like people's boundaries and stuff like that. Um, so you're one of those teachers. I'm one of yeah, <laughs> one of the boring ones. You really yeah, could have created a better art form for a sexual predator. The word no is not allowed within these walls. It's yes and. It really is perfect. It's just ideal. And Brian, you're teaching English, right? That just it occurs to me. Aren't you dyslexic? Are you allowed to teach English? I mean, legally, you, no. That, they yeah. don't know. Yeah, the screening I'm going to keep process secret. for both of these things are just uh, very alarm bells are ringing here, guys. Oh, I'm going to teach those Spanish kids all the wrong answers. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, Dublin has like a real uh, problem with Italian students coming around and like filling up the buses, or that's the kind of the gist I get from Irish Simpsons fan page. There is a lot. Well, during the summer, yeah, it'd be, it'd be pretty bad. Um, it's usually like. They all kind of stay in like student camp, like college campuses. Mm -hmm. So like I get the 13 goes right by DCU and like, I'm not messing. There's like 50 or 60 like young Spanish kids and they're fucking going mental on the bus. Like they're acting like it's a private party bus or something. And yeah, I'm like just trying to get home from my shitty job. And it's yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll be with those kids with a bottle of Bucky. <laughs> All I'm saying is UKIP makes a lot more sense to me now. That's all Exactly, like... guys. <laughs> this is why I voted for Brexit. Just to get yeah, the Italian students go. out. Because <laughs> of Irish Simpsons memes, I voted for Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. So, Jordan, we've been yes. in lockdown for a long time now. Uh -huh. And we haven't had comedy to do. Um, How yeah. have you been passing the time? Uh, I've... Uh... So I, the, when the lockdown eased up up north, um, at the just halfway through August, um, there was a good couple of gigs starting back up in Belfast. Um, mm -hmm. So I was able to do, there's like this socially distant social club, which was in a comedian from London called Vittorio Angeloni. He's from Belfast, but he set up like about some like 25 seats in his back garden and just charged everybody like a fiver to get in. Uh, and actually, no, it was a pay what you want kind of gig. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And it was actually really good. Uh, it was really, it's like a tiny stage with like, you know, one of the kind of uh, mic setups that you get in like just a pub that decides like on the 11th hour that that, that they want to do like a comedy night. Yeah, and yeah. And they get like the, the, the real shitty fucking mic and speaker kind of thing. But it, yeah, it was between, it was like some like four or five months from, being uh, my last gig over in London to uh, that gig, and it was oh, the the feeling of being back was crazy. Like yeah. how good it felt because it's like when you're kind of doing it like four or five nights a week, um, whether it be like it's like some if you're gigging down in Dublin or anywhere else in the north like Belfast, Derry, Balmina, somewhere like that. It's yeah. it's such a culture shock from like doing nothing with your day uh, yeah. <laughs> to like getting this yeah, fucking endorphin hit that you're, you're craving. But yeah. And then um, the limelight opened up in Belfast and they did like socially distant shows. Okay. Um, so, but it was, it was weird. Cause there's like uh, two, two, like 200, 250 people 
uh, in a show Jesus. and when you've been in like lockdown for so long and yeah. like you don't like to stand in a queue with more than like three people it was kind of weird to like walk out on stage and there's like over 200 people like just sitting yeah, there yeah yeah so, like, fucking weird yeah it freaked me out yeah, the, there really does seem to be like a proper good scene in like Belfast and the North, but there's really not a lot of crossover really do you isn't. find between the Northern Irish scene or like Dublin scene, you know, it's, mm. uh, it's not allowed. strange. Yeah, not allowed. <laughs> part of the Good Friday Agreement that we don't mix. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, it's, um, I, I find it kind of weird because like I fucking love going down to Dublin. Yeah. Um, to a gig, but I find it very difficult to get like a gig that say like isn't something like the Ancio or um, like uh, what's that one in the Hypnie called the Ballad of the Axe or oh, something like axe. that. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I find it like I've done the Cellar and the Crunch uh, a couple of times, but like uh, it's kind of hard to go like okay, I, I'll message them and try and go like okay i'll set this up so i can go down in dublin and maybe do more than one gig and maybe sure, stay down yeah. and try and do two um i find it quite difficult from that perspective um so i think that's why the majority of uh comedians uh in the north would kind of stay to the north yeah um uh, but there there's a couple of exceptions to the rules like um people like mickey bartlett does the laughter lounge quite a lot and uh uh, Robbie goes down quite a lot to do like the endurance comedy crunch yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, we're and they're both fantastic comedians, and they're probably the two best in our scene. So, okay. it's kind of I don't know. It feels like you have to get to a certain point before you can graduate getting like good gigs in Dublin. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not exclusive to just people on your side of the border. Yeah, let me yeah. tell you. I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna use this podcast to like, yeah, hammer out all of my uh, bitterness. But you know, yeah. Yeah, they don't be answering the phone for a lot of us, Jordan. It's not just yeah. you. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Yeah. I thought it was well, the look, Protestant thing, but uh, yeah, it just turned uh, out. Yeah, no. we're going to use this podcast to finally bring the two scenes together. It's going to be Let's like a, this is a Nelson, like when Bono made the, the Israel and Palestine guy. We're going to get the pull the hat <laughs> together. Yeah, anyway. yeah well, well, look, eventually we'll get so big off this podcast, we won't even need to do gigs. Yeah, exactly. That's the yeah. dream. Can I, uh, it, it, I am looking forward to doing stand up again, but I think like it'll be so dip. You ever hear like people who like like alcoholics who go off the drink for like three years and they relapse? Apparently, mm-hmm. the relapse is great. Really? <laughs> but I was off cigarettes for 162 days, and mm-hmm. I uh, was at a funeral there uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, we all ended up back uh, in the like wait with the and then the pints start flowing, and then I tried to smoke a cigarette, and man, I thought I was going to die. It was a very surreal experience. I don't think I have the same tolerance to what I had. Oh, so Jesus. my relapse was terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe, yeah, maybe like I was stand-up, where I do stand-up again and I just get sick. I'm like, oh, my body's <laughs> not used to this. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's going to be like starting again, though. I've been off state. Like, the last gig I did was February, so it's just like, Wow. Yeah, it's literally going to be like starting again. It's it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but sure, it's like riding a bike, isn't it? Yeah, well, I could reinvent myself, kind of come back as a totally different character, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just, what I'm would just, be your character, yeah, James? The polar opposite of your set at the minute. <laughs> like what your opener would be, but... Uh, hmm, I don't know. I could just watch Live at the Apollo and some upper middle class cunt talking about the price of coffee that's yeah. what passes for comedy now but anyway whatever yeah this is that, uh, just a, a quick point on that that that's one thing that fucks me off no end it's when you go into uh, bigger places in belfast like the empire that happens on tuesday that's kind of like the the um kind of like historical home of comedy in belfast right. um and they get a lot of like comedians from England and stuff like that. And yeah. like you, you go on with them. Uh, you have like a decent opening set and they go on and they eat shit for like 20 minutes because <laughs> all they talk about is like, yeah, I was waiting in the queue to get in the tube. And they're just like, oh, I don't know why that didn't work. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they think yeah. they can just sort of get on and talk about everyday mundane shit. And it's yeah. like, oh, I'll test how good of a comedian I am by doing really banal material. It's like, no, you're not good enough. You have to tell some granny fucking jokes or something. Exactly. 
Because yeah. you're not interesting enough to talk about getting on the tube with a coffee that was too big. Yeah, yeah. that's why a lot, a lot of UK comics don't do well in America. Because they go over yeah. and they just do their little, like, uh, I don't know. Have you like ever you seen saying, EastEnders? Ooh, you like that Phil Mitchell? I'm sorry, sir. What are you saying to me? Yeah, it's just like this talk, talk about Greg's. Like, they have no concept <laughs> of, like, just change just change it to fucking Subway or something. They're like, no. Yeah, yeah um, I, when I first started, I, uh, I fucked off to Chicago and Boston for uh, just under three months when I first started doing stand-up. And yeah. all my first set, I just like went through it and just replaced all the references I have to like say stuff in Ireland or the UK. I just replaced it with like American uh, things, and it was relatively easy. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. White people don't actually go and actually do that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so much better. The stand up over there is so much better. Like I went to a stand up club in Boston. There was this big black guy, uh, yeah. and he was talking about how he loved to like he loved to fuck like disabled women. <laughs> <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't get that in Ireland No What you'd get in Ireland is somebody fucks a disabled woman But doesn't tell anyone <laughs> You don't see the humour in it You know, you try and keep it a secret Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, just, it's so much rawer and better over in America I love it Like, I don't need to change my references You know, dead relatives It's the same in any country Man, I'm not joking The best thing to happen to my comedy career is my dad dying it is yeah. fucking helped at no end. <laughs> yeah. You hear that, Brian, you dork? Uh, It'll happen eventually. You loser. <laughs> yeah. uh, when, did your, when did your dad die? Uh, 2012. Oh, all right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. And it's kind of weird because, like, uh, I've, uh, in, like, the two years I've got, um, I did my uh, first solo show, so, like, my first hour. And uh, I was kind of, because I videotape all the gigs that I do. So even the one uh, that um, uh, Dublin's next top comic, where I first met you, James, was yeah, I've got yeah. that videotape. I've got that whole uh, night videotape. So nice. <laughs> oh, wait, am I on the there as well? Uh huh. Oh wow! Without yeah. James's permission. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember they, I, if yeah, if I was the first heat, I was very very drunk. I remember oh, that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember just going up for smokes with you and going like, ah, this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, but I've completely forgot what I was saying there. I don't know. You, yeah. Your dad. Yeah, my oh, dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my dad's dead. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. no, so, I'm always uh, forgetting that, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> if it's not that, it's my house keys, I tell you. I just, yeah, I can't, uh, can't remember it. Like before you leave the house, you check your uh, you check your pockets for like your phone, your keys, your wallet, your dead dad memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got an urn with some ashes in your backpack. Yeah, yeah, always with me. Um, but yeah, no, that's the thing. Like every single set that I've done, in some way or another, I have mentioned that my dad's dead. So every single gig. So last calendar year, it was uh, like about 112 gigs. I think I did in that calendar year. <laughs> and uh, like every single one of them, there was the same joke about my dead dad. So it's evergreen, is what I'm saying. Hey, if it works, it works, you know. Exactly. Hey, yeah. I, I I don't dictate what's funny. I just have my finger on the pulse. <laughs> Ironically enough. Speaking of death and decaying, we were going to talk about The Exorcist. Uh, yeah, I was going to talk about that in a second. Uh, I was going to say, do you see Kanye brought Kim Kardashian's dad back from the dead? Is Robert Kardashian the? Yeah, he uh, brought Robert Kardashian back as a hologram. Yeah. Have you seen this? It's the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. It's so weird because he you actually you sent that to me like late last night, and I kind of fell asleep, so I totally forgot about it. I haven't actually looked it up yet. So what's what was Look, it, her birthday or something? It's her birthday, and he's like, oh, what's the best thing to get? Diamonds? No. <laughs> what do you get for the girl who has everything? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a hologram of her dead dad, but it actually talks and moves. So he must have hired an actor to, like, be the body double and, like, do the voice. And it, it, he's saying stuff like, uh, I'm always watching over you, Kim. Uh, I saw that a... video you did, Kim. Uh, <laughs> good work. Yeah, you're certainly your mother's daughter. Fair play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I was around to be part of that experience. 
And yeah, then he's like, yeah, you've married a very, very, very great man, and I miss you all very much. Uh, that's bizarre. Very weird. Is, is that verbatim what was said in the video? It's it's about five minutes long. He says a lot more. He talks about, you know, like all the other family members. Uh, <laughs> don't think he mentions Caitlin. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was thinking maybe like uh, Bruce Jenner's dick could come back as a hologram. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not right. That's dead naming a dick and you shouldn't do that. That's a bad yeah, thing. Not the dick. Not the dick. There's nothing yeah. sacred. But it's yeah, it's holographic Surely I can make a joke. No. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, but it's about five minutes of him just talking about how like uh, how much he misses them and how he's always watching over them and how great Kanye is. <laughs> It was mostly I like how he put that in there. Yeah. Well, it would be the, that's the version is like getting the hologram. The cheap version would just be like digging up the body. <laughs> <laughs> just like like a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, yeah. Just sticking yeah. like a, a little tape, like not even a CD, just a tape in his mouth. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, I'd recommend that. When this is done, I recommend watching that. It's it's actually impressive. How... I certainly will. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch him on Rogan? Did you see that? Kanye uh, no, I see. Uh, I, um, you guys are the only podcast I listen to out of loyalty. Um, Good. So, um, I, uh, no, I, I didn't catch it, but uh, I, I just assume like any uh, podcast that Joe Rogan does with either Kanye or like Alex Jones or anything that is just like, batshit crazy so just yeah like, oh, I, I, I didn't watch it it's like i didn't watch it myself but... just go like okay there's some fu- fucked up thing someone's gonna say or whatever but like yeah. apparently uh, it was just like proper rambling like kind of the ramblings of a severely mentally ill man with like grandiose delusions mm. is kind of the general th- uh yeah i don't know it's great <laughs> uh, yeah he's consistent so that's like uh you know number one Gives the people yeah. what he wants, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the big, the thing I heard, I listened to a tiny bit of the podcast, the Kanye one, and the mm-hmm. thing I remember is he had like, um, he was talking about Star Wars for a lot of it, and uh, he was saying that it's Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. and it's George Luke is. You okay. get it? <laughs> the- <laughs> Well, uh, what was his? What was that and in relation to? That's why I'm to? running for president. Okay. <laughs> all, right, all right. Oh, that's why he's running for president. Okay. It's like the Da Vinci Code, you know, he's piecing things together of yeah. the Illuminati's grand plan. Yeah. But all yeah. joking aside, he was saying that it's Luke, us, Luke Skywalker. So Luke Skywalker is George Lucas, and it's the artist following his dreams. So he's an artist, and he's going to follow his dreams by becoming president. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like he's playing like word association in his head and he's just going like, can I make this sound feasible? Well, apparently he goes off his psych meds. Like he's on a lot of medication and every time he's writing a new album, he goes off the meds, which you really shouldn't do. It's not like a, they're not like breath mints where you take them every <laughs> other day. You know, you kind of. Yeah, they fuck you up if you go on and off them constantly. So no one stops them. That's a great thing. No one's like you shouldn't do. It. Like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That See, new album is, is fire, son. See, this is the problem with yes ending Kanye West. It just leads to <laughs> I don't know possible presidential room. <laughs> okay, so uh, we got you on, and we <laughs> want to do uh, a Halloween movie. Yeah, I thought The Exorcist would be good. That, it's pretty Halloweeny. Yeah, yes, it, it is. Yeah, I think you know a woman putting a crucifix in her pussy is. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, she is a child, Brian. Interesting that you said woman. Hmm. Anyway, let's move on. Oh, I've been foiled. Yeah, you have. <laughs> this is to catch a predator with Cadden. Yeah. I'll, so here, here's the thing, though. So I'm right. Uh, the stunt woman who did that scene was a woman. That was a stunt pussy. Yeah, yeah, that was a twenty-two-year-old okay. stunt pussy. <laughs> yeah, and by the time directors... they stopped filming, her pussy was about fifty-two. I'd say that took a real battering, you know. Because yeah. a lot of directors didn't want to do the movie because they were like, "Oh, it's going to be hard to get a young actress to agree to do this and pull it off and make it convincing." Yeah, but then but they found they it. Yeah. <laughs> they found her. 
Yeah, no, it was, um, I remember like the first time I watched it, it was like, I think it was like early on. So I went to boarding school um, in Belfast. Really? So there is a like, um, do you remember like PSPs used to be a thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know the universal media discs that they're like DVDs for your PSP? Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I got The Exorcist, but it was it was weird. It was like a blank one. Actually, I think it was like an old... Do you remember that movie Goal? Like about the Newcastle United player or the something football like that? football player, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, somehow somebody recorded The Exorcist onto this one. <laughs> so we... Uh, we it's kind of like, you know, the stereotypical... Like kind of porno mag being passed around, like I the like fucking yeah. barracks. Did but it did it, it cut back and forth from goal to the Exorcist? <laughs> <laughs> Why, I man, you gotta score the goal, you know me. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. What are you saying about my mother, you bastard? Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been great. <laughs> That's a great way to experience the film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On a what, what like a six-inch uh, tiny screen. Yeah, six inch, all right. <laughs> Baby, I, I just uh, thought so, you guys were going to interject there and go like six inches isn't tiny. Um, <laughs> so, um, James, you yeah. hadn't seen this movie before. No, I have. I, I had seen it. Oh, I thought you hadn't. No, no, no. This is one of the few films I had seen before, but not not in a few years though. I haven't seen it in a while. What was uh, it like watching it back? To be honest, uh, I think. I don't know. I was maybe in a, like the wrong mood for it or something. I was a bit underwhelmed by it, you know. I think because it's been like parodied so much. Like we were talking about The Shining last week, and now that has like there's been parodies and spoofs of it, but it's still very entertaining. I don't know. I find The Exorcist a bit laborious. I was kind of like checking my phone a lot throughout the film. I don't know. Maybe I was just in a bit of a ADHD mood and I couldn't really focus. But I need some Adderall, Brian. You need to hook me up. Uh, I don't know. Look, I understand it's a great film and uh, you know considered probably the best horror of all time. But for me, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't popping. I wasn't feeling it. But, really? Yeah. Because Mark Kermode says it's the best movie ever made. Is that right, Mark yeah. Kermode? Well. I, I don't trust a guy who's had the same haircut for 35 years. That's all I'll say about Mr. Kermode. Uh, as good as this film analysis may be, it's just like, try a different look, my friend. Big glasses, <laughs> slick back hair. Yeah, we've seen it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll go through the plot real quick of The Exorcist, and then we'll try and figure out what you thought was wrong with it. <laughs> okay. So I think uh, me and Jordan are on Team Exorcist. Oh, okay. yeah, very much so. Yeah. Fine. In fact, I actually I would recommend to everyone that the third Exorcist, Exorcist Part Three, is brilliant. Yeah, you were really? saying it's and uh, it's perked my interest enough that I'm probably going to HMV tomorrow yeah. to pick it up. Because you know the detective in the first Exorcist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, in the third one, he's played by George C. Scott. Okay. And it's them going back and investigating another uh, kind of a copycat killer. A copy killer, like. A serial it, killer. Yeah. Oh wait, it's not about like demonic possession or anything. It is as well. Oh Jesus. Yeah. yeah oh, imagine that. It's about two things at the same <laughs> time. <laughs> nah, that shouldn't be allowed. That's confusing. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah, and yeah. then might be connected to the original case. But I'll say no more. Okay. And, and Larry King's in the background of a scene. Doesn't talk. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fun fact. Good, good one. Good one. Okay. Yeah. So, um, The Exorcist, okay. Yeah. We start off uh, in the desert. Yeah. Little, little I like that initially, is like, oh, Iraq. Yeah, that's where the devil comes from. I like, did George Bush watch The Exorcist? Is like, we need to go into Iraq. Yeah. Those devil worshiping sons of bitches. Like, this is, uh, I blame The Exorcist for Islamophobic. Uh, rhetoric, aha, so yeah, <laughs> look who comes out on top, yeah so we Turns see we the real it. weapon of mass destruction was actual, actual scene um, <laughs> there you go yeah. it is funny how it's a horror film and it starts with like foreigners working together <laughs> they're unifying <laughs> so like it starts off with that and we meet the two character, two priests, okay, there's Max von Sydow as Father Merrin yeah, what do you think of him? 
He's uh, from the seventh seal, is that right? Yeah. Chess with death. Yeah, he died like this year, I think. Oh, yeah? Well, he was 40 in the film, but they dressed him up to look like 80. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah. And then Father Merrin is the cool priest. He like he does boxing and he drinks pints and he's got a mother. Oh, yeah, but he's all like his mother dies and he's all sad about it like a little yeah. bit. That's even cooler. <laughs> okay, yeah. So what's the actor that plays him? I've never seen him in anything else before. Jason Miller. He won a Pulitzer Prize. He was a playwright. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. yeah I look and like he was an, he's an exorcist tree. How does he appear? You'll have to watch it to find out. <laughs> as a hologram. Kanye West brings him back <laughs> as a hologram. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we meet the mother, and she's like a, an actress. I've forgotten about the whole actress aspect of this, where it's like she's working on a film. Yeah. It kind of seems a bit unnecessary or irrelevant. It's like, does it really play an integral part to the film? I don't no. know. No. Yeah. It doesn't. Right. Did you like um, the fact that she worked on a film called Crash Course and it's set in a college? Oh, okay. Good. Who who is she starring with? Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> Sounds like trash. <laughs> no, um I, I love Rodney Dangerfield. Just yeah. Different. So uh it's all going well with her daughter. Her daughter's like perfect. But then her daughter starts getting a little bit weird. Yeah. You know, acting up. Um in one scene, she walks into a room and pisses herself. Yes. Yeah. As you do, you know. It's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it was very before its time. Like, uh, that's what teenagers do now. You ever seen Jackass? We just go down and piss in the middle of a dinner party. Yeah. Yeah. So what's funny is, so she's acting weird, and then they do loads of surgeries on her, and they just stick a load of shit into her neck. She's having emotions. Let's get her under the knife straight away. <laughs> Slice her and dice her. That but woman you remember, <laughs> yeah, But remember the scene in it where the doctor's like, just give her these pills. And the mother's like, should we take her to a psychiatrist? And he's like, nope. <laughs> just pills. <laughs> so the psychiatrist knows nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like, uh, what, okay, so, what kind of procedures are they doing on her? Because again, I was kind of half looking at my phone so well, i'll be honest as well i watched so i watched this years ago and i watched yeah. this last night but i stopped an hour in and then went to a and i went to someone's house and had like nine cans yeah 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 you know the little captain morgan's cans oh yeah yeah nice yeah i had like nine of those and then i walked back and watched the rest of this so i was a little i was feeling a little bit you know i was feeling great but not because of the film <laughs> <laughs> okay um. Yeah, so she's swearing. She says, "Uh, keep away from my goddamn cunt." Yeah, yeah. And oh. they're like, "Yeah, we need to open up her brain." <laughs> <laughs> she said the c word. That's a microaggression. <laughs> Lobotomize the cunt. Um. um yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of losing interest in this. <laughs> Do you hear? Do you hear Batman's Jewish? <laughs> what? What? Do you, you know that? No. Yeah, they they made him Jewish by accident. What do you? Okay. So? Explain. You have to explain so, that now. Because yeah. in the comics they introduced. Uh, so we all know Batman, okay? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Batman has is of Scottish descent. Okay. Okay. So people are like, okay, Batman's Scottish. He's white. He's Christian. We like this, all right? Yeah, then yeah. Then they introduced a character called Batwoman. Oh. And they were like, okay, she's a lesbian and she's Jewish. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, but then after a while, they're like, okay, let's make them related. All right? Because that makes right. more sense instead of just there being two separate Bat people. All right? Okay. So they were like, okay, she's actually Bruce Wayne's cousin. All right. And oh, then right, like, right, right, right. Oh, so then they kind of, without realizing it, give him like Jewish ancestry. Well, yeah, but the thing is, like, the uh, the publishers are like, oh, yeah, uh, his mother is Jewish, so he's half Jewish. And people are like, well, actually, if your mother's Jewish, technically you're full Jewish. Okay. And then the publisher's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, that that's kind of weird because um, my grand my grandmother on my uh, mom's side. 
is Jewish. And oh. uh, my mom got really annoyed at me because uh, she wanted all her kids to be buried in like a Jewish cemetery. Uh, right. But when I came back from Australia, I had like a couple of tattoos and you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery with tattoos. Oh, so, fuck. Yeah. She made me get the first one laser removed. Um, really? Which, yeah, which hurts a lot more than getting an actual tattoo done. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it hurts. It's a good five to ten times more Jesus painful. Christ. What was the tattoo? It was a... It wasn't like, a squat sticker, was it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Punk just rock. like American History X. <laughs> this is the hill I'll down. No, it was like a Guinness harp, and I got it uh, in a place called Surfer's Paradise in Australia. Um, yeah. And I got it on uh, my butt and one of my ass cheeks. Nice. Uh, oh, and your mother made you get rid of that. I was so proud of it when I came home. I, I was like, literally <laughs> dropped my bags. And I was like, Ma, look at this. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, she was like, yeah, that's going. So I was like, okay. And then next holiday, she took the spin. I got like a full sleeve. So. Ah, so she tried to chop your arm off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I'm, getting, uh, I'm getting you in that cemetery piece by piece. But now, for some reason, she she's kind of she's jumped ship, and now she's a Presbyterian. Ah, well, that's a big difference. That's that's good, a big good change. To have options. Hey, it's uh, it's she's you know getting on in years now. She just kind of wants to try a couple of things, you sure. know, before she dies. But um, so yeah, it was kind of my granddad was Catholic, and then on my dad's side, both grandparents were Protestants. So. Right. Just kinda, I, I have loads of genes like fighting out for supremacy in my body right now. Can I ask if it's not too too uh, inquiring? Yep. Why did she swap and go Presbyterian of all choices? Uh, no idea. I don't know. Just she saw a YouTube video about a certain event that didn't actually happen. Yeah. Did you ever uh, like growing up? Did you ever do anything to kind of? Um, like, was there any kind of, uh, did you incorporate, like, any Jewish things into, like, your upbringing, religion-wise, or? Uh, are you uh, asking, am I circumcised? Well, no, but now I really want to know that. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was a burning question, so, yes. That's, that's a can of worms. <laughs> Save it for, like, a Patreon, because. Okay. I, uh, uh, no, um, no, so, like, I was brought up uh, a religious, as a, like, no religion whatsoever, because I went to I went to a mixed school growing up, um, and the boarding school, uh, the majority of uh, boarders, there weren't a lot of people from uh, the north or anywhere in Ireland. They're all kind of oh. like international students. Okay. So like growing up, I wasn't exposed to a lot of the stuff that uh, normal people where I'm from are kind of like exposed to. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I didn't grow up um, with any influence at home either. Um, I had a, a cousin who's a diehard Rangers fan. Um, so just to kind of counteract that, I'd probably say I'm, you know, Celtic fan, kind of out of that kind of thing. But that's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. That, no. number one to piss my cousin off. And then, you know, so my dad turns in his grave the other time. Um, now, would Rangers be pro-Jew, anti-Jew? Well, no, no, they would be. So they're pro-Israel. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, um, I don't know if it's the same down in Dublin, but in Belfast, everything's segregated into either... Um, one camp or the other. So, for example, with Brexit, um, the people who wanted to leave were mostly from the loyalist slash Protestant kind of communities. Right. People who wanted to remain were Republican slash Catholic. And okay. everything is split down the middle in Belfast. Um, so Israel-Palestine, that's another thing. So uh, all, the Republicans are uh, mostly pro-Palestine. And sure. just, just for, you know, uh, just because they are, then the loyalists are more pro-Israel. And that kind of thing. So, a credit to Protestants. They always know how to pick the winning side. You know, they know, they uh, they, they crunch the numbers and they know which way it's going down in the end. Yeah, we're yeah. the Irish. We we love like like we kind of like like oh Palestine Palestinians are losers. They're the all they're losers. Yeah, we like yeah. that. We can relate. Yeah. We're also losers. You guys really like the underdogs, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, we got no choice. We are in that camp eternally. You know, Brian and I. <laughs> we are the underdogs of the underdogs, so yeah, it's uh, that's it so interesting. Good. I didn't know the connection between sports and uh, politics like that. Yeah, uh, that's actually um a, a topic I was uh, discussing while I was on another podcast recently about fascism in football and how uh, people Ooh. like Hitler and Mussolini used it to like sway kind of like the general consensus about them in Italy. 
Well, football. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah so well, I know Tottenham it, has, a, has a Jewish following. Sorry? Tottenham has a Jewish following, doesn't Tottenham it? Tottenham has a big Jewish following, and so do Man City, because um, there's a, a lot of kind of, I don't know, Jewish population in Manchester. And okay. even just the, the blue in Man City, you know, blue yeah. is real. I can see yeah. Oh, yeah, I can I, see, I see it. it. Yeah. Is that a sorry, David, you're doing? Yeah, that's what it all comes down to, Brian. Just the color. Oh, they've got blue. That's why we don't get along for centuries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I looked up cool Jewish tattoos here. Oh, yeah? A lot of them are just numbers. Yeah, yeah Jewish people are really good at math. Common uh, stereotype. One cool one is uh, kosher. And it's a picture of a pig. Okay. don't know what that means. Isn't kosher? Yeah, you, they like Jewish people don't eat pork or something. Yeah. No, it is pork that a thing. Fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anything yeah. with a cloven hoof. Oh, uh, I don't know. But yeah, you sound. Uh, that's a nice, interesting mix that you yeah. have in your in your backstory. Oh, yeah. I just have yeah, like yeah, boring yeah, nice, people. Mix. So yeah. it was. Um, uh, granny was like Hungarian Jewish, and uh, my granny was from Donegal. And then the other, uh, my mum's dad and granny are both from like around Belfast. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think James, you're the same. Where your family's just all inbred, isn't it? Yes, that's true. Yeah, and that's the exact term I would use as well. Uh, yeah, and oh, all Roman Catholic rural people, bog people. Uh, people, the bog of, people. Yeah, the bog people. That's where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Roman Catholic. I was an altar boy. So there you go. Yeah. Don't need to look into that any further. It was fine, <laughs> and it's none of your business anyway. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. My backstory is very uh, whatever. Same as paint by numbers, rural Ireland, Roman Catholic. You know. Yeah. And God, now fuck them all. Yeah. <laughs> you you know uh, Halloween is an Irish thing. Yeah, Samhain, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Samhain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But the jack-o'-lantern, the, like, pumpkin thing, that, like, started off in Ireland. It was originally turnips that they used. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was ugly people playing with turnip. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you do much for Halloween? <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, no, absolutely not. I'm going home to watch some fucking shitty Halloween movie. Yeah, Probably. yeah. Exorcist 3, maybe. Exorcist hey. 3, definitely, yeah. 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 Uh, actually watch that Patrick thing? Ewing is in it from the Knicks. Oh, oh yeah, I remember you saying that on the thing. Yeah. Um, who else is in it? <laughs> Samuel Jackson makes a cameo. Does he really? Yeah. Samuel Jackson? There's nice. a bit in it, okay, where they cut off, uh, I think, this, the Virgin Mary's head and they put blackface on her. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because, you know, the killer satanic, so he does weird shit. That uh, sounds oh, like yeah. a BBC variety show from back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Directed by Lenny Henry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like, these Skype calls really just aren't the same. Like, yeah. Whenever guys, it, what? Um, like, since lockdown and stuff like that, you guys haven't been recording, like, uh, no. side by side or anything like that? Uh, no, no. But, like, stuff. I don't know, we might just say fuck it at some point because like yeah the, the skype thing it's just not as much fun you can't there's no like you don't feel the energy you know what i mean it's uh yeah, yeah i'm gonna break lockdown this is a tester jordan next time we'll get you actually in james's okay. house you can look at his yeah. cat yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right i got a cat stay down yeah. for a long weekend uh we'll we'll treat you right we'll, yeah we'll yeah bring, we'll get, show you a few girls <laughs> yeah. over you yeah know? Okay. like some cats <laughs> Yeah. We'll show okay. you the seedy underbelly of Dublin, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> we I, just uh, take him to the George and see. Look at that. Huh? Oh, that seemed right I, to you. <laughs> I know what the, I know what the George is because um, so my dad used to work in uh, uh, the he George. Used to have this. Uh, <laughs> um, that's how he died. Uh, the Tom Hanks disease. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um uh so yeah he used to have this guy that worked from him uh, a guy from Town in dublin okay. and uh he came up to belfast because he was doing some job uh and i was helping him this was when i was like fucking 15 16 something like that and uh there's there's a, ch a famous chip shop in belfast called the george 
and uh, we oh. were uh, that's where we were getting food uh, that night for tea and he uh, said some uh, uh, homophobic slurs and uh, said he wouldn't eat it so wow. that's, how, that's how I know about the George in Dublin right so just a chip shop called the George and a gay club called you have some fun with that yeah. Yes. Oh, hey. oh, would bang, you like the battered sausage from the George? Eh? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yes. Would you like a bag of homosexual? Uh, no, <laughs> that one doesn't really work. I got to workshop that one a little bit. I need some tweaking. Uh, yeah, it's close though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, uh, any like uh, in terms of like any easing of restrictions, are you guys because you there there was a little bit of freedom and then it went from like level three to level five, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we were like level five for like you know the first few months, then went back to level three. But like shit was kind of opening up slowly, but no fucking comedy clubs or anything like that. So yeah. uh, like the cinemas were open maybe a couple of weeks and they closed again. So it really hasn't, it didn't go back to normal, really. You know, it's slightly, you could go to a restaurant and have a few pints, but now yeah. that's even gone again. So Yeah, we were shite. They gave us like a tiny bit of freedom for a few days. And they're like, okay, that's enough of that. Yeah. Another, another four months of lockdown. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, like, I haven't drank since uh, I was in London, the last gig that I did before lockdown. What so, uh, what gig were you doing over in London, actually? Um, I was on a tour, so I was doing. Um, we did Cardiff on the Friday. Um, uh, no, Cardiff on the Thursday, and on the Friday, um, we did London. So it was the Irishman show. Um, okay. So you could call it a cultural appropriation if you want. Um, Do it. <laughs> uh, so we did that. A bunch of other comedians from the north uh, did it with Jarlath Regan. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he was headlining that night. And then it was just a bunch of us from the north. And then I was doing the Glasgow International Comedy Festival the Saturday, that Saturday. Oh, cool. Uh, but that was when the lockdown started in the north. So I had to cancel that gig and uh, change my flight to go back home. So I was supposed to be doing uh, Glasgow and then another gig in Glasgow the night after and then back home. But it all went to shit as soon as the lockdown happened and I had to change my flight to EasyJet and that was an absolute pain in the hole and cost yeah. me like a couple of hundred quid just to get home like. Ah, fuck that. Was that <laughs> like your own like half hour show? Because I know you were you were doing your own half hour show, wasn't it? Like that you were kind of... Uh, so I did, a, I did a half hour show um, like I want to say June, like two years ago. Yeah. So I, start, I started in April and I uh, did the half an hour in June. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, last, no, or, yeah, around this time, last November, last year, is when I did my first hour show. Yeah. So, See, yeah, I, and it was uh, it was called Pig Heart because of the whole surgery thing that was happening yeah. with my heart. So, yeah. Yeah, you, you had surgery there, uh, was it a couple of months ago, wasn't it? Yeah. You had the, the big the start, one. At the start of lockdown, or no, uh, the 6th of August. Um, that's when I went in for surgery and got the got all the the pig guts put inside me. Nice, nice. Well, uh, that was what they were planning to do from the start, like uh, put like animal tissue valve in, which would have been uh, from a pig. But it turned out that they couldn't do it um, because they were able to fix the valve that I had. Which oh was wow, big, okay, that's yeah, cool. which was really fucking handy. Like, but they also put like a pacemaker in my heart. Um, yeah. Because the likelihoods I'll need it in like twenty five to thirty years is quite high so they're right. like we'll put it in there and that's it and how how has the recovery been like how are you feeling like since and everything you know you're getting on all right uh, i'm not too bad man um i kind of fucked up uh because i went back to gigging uh a week after the surgery um so yeah. i got a little quite uh quite early because uh the recovery was going great um i went to uh i went to do that socially distanced uh, social club gig yeah uh, and I ended up that night, uh, I was like, got out of bed to like fucking take a piss or something. Right. And I tripped down the stairs um, of the house, like tripped over my shoes and ended up re-breaking my sternum and uh, had a collapsed lung and oh. back in hospital for like three weeks. So, Holy shit. Jesus, yeah, that's no. But yeah, no, I'm all good now. Oh, it's good all to good. hear. Fucking hell. She's been through the wars. 
Yeah, I just look at it as like potential material. Like, <laughs> that yeah, is a good outlook. Is. Yeah, people want to hear about that stuff. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I like, mentioned you to a girl yesterday, and she got real interested. Yeah. Oh yeah. fuck. Um, I went on a Tinder date. Uh, not so long ago. It was when the lockdown eased. But uh, apparently she went on uh, on a Tinder date with you, Brown. <laughs> no what? way. Yeah. Is this? Um, oh, we probably shouldn't name and shame her. Yeah, no, without I, without giving a name, can you give me like initials or something? Uh, I I genuinely forget her name. Um, uh, it, I know that it, be, it began with <laughs> M, and she is from Dundalk. She's from Dundalk. Yeah. M. Oh. Her wait, sorry. Her name starts with an N. Yeah. M. 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 Yeah. For mother. Mother. Yeah. <laughs> I know. What like that with mother? Once we stop recording, we'll we'll get to the bottom of this. Yeah, okay. no, I genuinely forget her name, but um. Did, did, was she? Did was she? You know, was she yapping? Was she? Uh, my she she's a goddamn uh, liar. I'll tell you yeah. that. Don't listen no, to her. No, she she genuinely goes like, oh, I know a comedian, and I, I like no one like. She's from Dundalk. I was like, "Oh, is it is it Brown Jewel?" And she was like, oh, "Yeah." Is she white? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and Don't care, uh, of, of consenting age. <laughs> uh, not one of oh. mine. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, small world, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah that's very, I actually I, don't I, like I, that. I was I was meaning to message you when that happened, but I was like, and when you said I was going, uh, you guys wanted to have me on the podcast, and I was like, oh, that's a that's a revelation. That would be great to fucking drop. Just, <laughs> let's see how he reacts. God, great. Because I'm very interested now, and yeah, yeah. Lost interest. I, oh, what the fuck was it? I don't care about the Exorcist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! He was oh, she was very you... she was very complimentary. Oh, oh, that's nice. Funny. That's nice. I just immediately, you know what? I'm, I just immediately assume it's negative. <laughs> no, no, it's universally positive. Ah, okay, good. Go. Yeah. good. I've been around the dock for a while, so I've really, yeah. I've been around the dock for a while, so I've, you know. You've been there, done that kind of thing? Uh, yeah, and uh, also, like, probably the dock has seen some of my worst moments, let's say that. <laughs> my saddest, most pathetic dates have been in Dundalk. Yeah. Oh shit. Fun times. Uh, what do you think about this uh, beheading in France? Well, uh, I I absolutely have not. Well, like I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened in somewhere like America and it was still shooting. But uh, I have not heard about this. What happened? What? Yeah, there. I didn't hear about this either. Yeah. So basically, there was a teacher in France, and he was teaching in class about how to draw the Prophet Muhammad. <laughs> This is like uh, one of Jordan's improv classes gone wrong. <laughs> Wait, so okay. he was teaching his students how to draw the Prophet Muhammad. Yeah. Was this on the curriculum or did he go off book? I think he went off book. Again, and this wrote, is like, when price. I'm teaching, this is what not to do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, apparently the parents got uh, upset and then... Uh, one lad was like, there was like a kind of shady looking lad hanging around after after class, yeah. and it was kind of like, uh, which uh, which one's the teacher? And they pointed him out, and then he took out a knife and cut his head off. Wow! Yeah, must have been actually a no, machete. So you wouldn't cut off a knife would take ages. Yeah, it would like a pen knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he full on decapitated him. Were there people around? Did people see it? Or I think so. Yeah, he he got shot by the police. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Captain, yeah or nay? Hey, I mean, like, I'd have to see the the actual drawings, how good they were, you know, yeah. if they were coloring them in. It's like, ah, you went outside the lines, chop, chop. There we go. That's basically what they are. Those like Muslim extremists. They're just uh, very extreme art, art critics. Yeah, yeah, they're they're sticklers for good art. Um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're like the perspectives all wrong here. Uh, where is the <laughs> postmodern influence? Hmm? Yeah. There's no such thing as an abstract Mohammed. Um, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that that happened in France before with a Charlie Hebdo, didn't Charlie it? Charlie Hebdo, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Tell you the great. French, they never learn their lesson, do they? Huh? Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you guys can hear that in the background, but uh, I'm uh, on uh, just lay by in West Belfast. Uh, just off the Falls Road, and oh. uh, there's loads of fireworks going off in the background. Man, 
it might be a time thing because as you were talking, fireworks went off in my estate as well. There's the fireworks but... went off in both of your place. Somebody called me the N-word. I think it was my roommate. <laughs> so yeah, it's all going off. Ah, crazy, eh? Very serendipitous. Uh, yeah. It is good to hear the fireworks though. So are you. Ha! Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. The kids near my estate, they've got proper big fireworks. Oh no. <laughs> like there's been a load of um do you guys know what meat wagons are? No. Like, uh, I have an idea. Uh, um <laughs> uh they're like big armored police vans. Oh right, right, yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of them today, so I don't know if they're if there's some like trouble or whatever, them just throwing it because I don't think it's for celebration because it's Halloween. <laughs> are you uh, are you safe where you are? Or is it about to get all Baghdad in the background? Oh, and... yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so this, uh, um, their Gaelic pitch for Antrim GAA. I'm literally um, on the other side of it. There, the old Casement Park. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm sweet. I'm I'm good. You'll be good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got one of those fake uh, last names in case I get stopped and somebody asks what my name is. So yeah, just oh, tell them what? it's Brian O'Toole and you're on the way to a Tinder date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they got a file open for me. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got him, Chief. It'd be like when Martin Cahill was shot. The the police all celebrate. We got him. Yeah, we got him. Although I've been I've been headed down to Newry and I haven't seen that much of a police presence. Uh, well, you wouldn't. Um, it depends what part of Yuri, um, or like County Down in general, uh, you'd be in. Because County Down is Wait, Bestbrook? Okay, holy shit. Have you not seen like any place? No, not really. Really? Um, I guess it's it's probably a bit different because of lockdown and stuff like that. But places like Cross McGlen and Bestbrook are, um, uh, pretty pretty rough areas. Um, well, when I'm first... going there, I always lower the window and scream, I'm from the south. I'm from the south. <laughs> oh, no, 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 you'll be grand if you do that. Yeah, just let them know, yeah. don't fuck with me. Yeah. I'm better than you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually, um, I've recently started doing a sports podcast uh, with a comedian from Bestbrook as well. So, oh, And he cool. runs a comedy club in Uri. What's the name? Uh, Darren Matthews. Oh, I'll probably be, I'll be around there, yeah? When yeah. things get back to normal, hopefully. Yeah, there's a uh, great week. Uh, there's a great week club uh, in Uri that happens like once a month. Uh, it's great paid and Darren runs it. It's fantastic. Look. Yeah, I need to get into the Newry scene. I'm up there all the time anyway. Yeah, man. Infiltrate it. This, yeah. is, the See, start, I, it, this is the start of the cross-pollination. Yeah, well, before lockdown, Jordan, I was texting you kind of like, uh, oh, like, could you give me any like tips on like what clubs to hit up? Because I, I was... You know, I, I could uh, I could see the the tide was turning in Dublin, and it was time for me to get out. You yeah. know, uh, yeah, the chickens not are like coming us. home to roost. Uh, so no, like I just us. wanted to go like to check out the Belfast scene or Northern Ireland. But then, like, and you like you graciously you did give me like some yeah. contacts. But then, literally, lockdown happened like a week later, so that yeah, kind of put the kibosh yeah. on it. You know, yeah. but yeah. Once once everything gets back to normal, definitely we'll we're gonna use you as a our ticket into the Northern Irish scene. Hey man, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome to use and abuse. What am I saying? <laughs> this this is the whole. I'm yes ending in my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just tell, just, it's just let it happen. Yeah, yeah. Show uh, business. But yeah, yeah it, like uh, th there's a bunch of great clubs that um would love to have the uh. This, because I paused there, this is going to sound really conceited, but I was going to say um, there's but there's a bunch of clubs that would love to have you guys down there. Thank you. Because uh, you guys are funny. Ah, thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. as are you. We're uh, like I yeah I really um was annoyed I didn't get to see like your full half hour show like but yeah. you kind of like talked about the the heart surgery stuff like in the gig in the wool shed if I remember correctly or you um, mentioned it did you? I don't think so because I I didn't I didn't know that it was uh, as serious as it was because like growing up through my life I know I've I've had like six heart surgeries but okay. uh, my mom never told me how severe it was until right, right. I I started going to the um uh the doctors by myself because I was getting chest pains and work and I was like this isn't good so yeah, yeah. I was like oh shit son you need like well they didn't say shit son uh, but they're like, <laughs> You need a pulmonary stretch immediately, or you know, it's just gonna hit the fan. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. 
and right. uh, that was 2017 and then this one was the really big one so yeah yeah jesus yeah. well you're lucky people know what it is now people yeah. like understand how the body works they're not just yeah. like saying prayers and casting <laughs> voodoo spells yeah. just drink yeah. some flat seven up and you'll be fine <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I keep thinking this. If I was like born in the nineteen fifties, I'm dead. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not making it past the crash. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. Just you throw you in the well. Yeah, throw you in the septic yeah. tank with all the rest. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, because that that's what scares me about um, uh, concentration camps. Because I know this is the question you guys were asking. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, what's now what's the one thing that scares you? Now, now they've got they've got like two reasons. I'm like fucking medically defective and like Jewish heritage. So, like I'm a yeah. twofer. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't bode well for you. No, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going back in time. Definitely. <laughs> Let's be honest. Hitler wouldn't like us either. It's not like he was like, oh, the Irish were great. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Goebbels, Goebbels would like us, I think. He'd see yeah. what we're doing. He'd I think we're a bit of crack. Well, you know what? You could argue that Hitler had one of the very first podcasts because, like, he would all, always, like, go on the radio every single day and give, like, a big spiel, you know? It's like, you're listening to Hitler. This is brought to you by audible.com. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Hitler in the morning with Hitler. <laughs> Like Howard Stern, but it's Hitler. Let's see your titties. I don't know why Hitler's Russian all of a sudden. Hitler's uh, well, he's still got Robin there as well. <laughs> yeah, but she's even further away. Yeah, yeah. There's an even greater distance between them. Uh, Just getting Joseph uh, Joseph Mengele in the fucking experiment on twins. I don't know. Yeah, twins. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> How long have we been going here, Brian? We're just about done. Yeah. Our I'm sex. just looking up. Did you ever hear of Operation Green? That was a Hitler's plans for Ireland. Oh, oh no. Really? No. Yeah, yeah. This this genuinely sounds like it would be a great like full-length podcast for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I think actually I might save this for another day. There's, there's a lot of stuff about it. Basically, he wanted it, Ireland would have just been like a base for refueling and stuff. That's pretty much what America uses us for. Don't they yeah. refuel in Shannon Airport? Yeah, but I think with Operation Green, there's no one here. <laughs> okay, right, right. I get you. Where have they gone? Don't ask. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, well, before we wrap up, Jordan, you said like you just started a new podcast. Is there anything you want to like plug? Or... Um, yeah, no, I just do a weekly sports podcast with uh, Darren Matthews. Um, just uh, going over... Uh, loads of different sports like uh, I'm a big uh, American sports fan so like baseball basketball American football and ice hockey but yeah. LA's uh, fucking killing it LA yeah well um, it could it could have been it could have went either way um, with Tampa Bay or LA Dodgers winning it because the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup this year as well so yeah. they it could, could have been double champs but uh, yeah no it's it's been a crazy year for sport as long it is as weird well. how Tampa Bay is doing very well at the moment uh, if, uh, Tampa Bay in what sport? I mean, like in all, and just in general, like they're all like doing well, like in um, the NFL. <laughs> like, they're just like look how flustered oh, yeah. he is. Ah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, so you know, like, with, the about, and with the Buccaneers, they keep like the yeah, more the guys. And they're like it. assembling like a mercenary team. They got into the finals with uh, the LMLB, be it baseball. Yeah, yeah uh, MLB. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and like you know, getting uh, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski to that. Well, that those two, but well, just recently they got what's his name, the guy who like uh, jizzed on his trainer. What's this? Who's the guy who jizzed on his trainer? He's like uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, the guy who plays for Pittsburgh. Oh, he just went to the. He went to Tampa Bay, didn't he? Did he? Uh, no, last time I heard of him, he was. Uh, I think he was like tight end for the fucking. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, but what's the story about him coming on someone's shoe? Uh, let me just look this up real quick before we end it. I'm okay. pretty sure he jizzed on his trainer's back. Uh, injury Time is the name of your podcast. Did yeah, I get that yeah. right? Yeah, Tell me yeah. about your podcast so, for a minute. Injury Time with Darren and Jordan. 
Um, nice. So yeah, it's available on Spotify, iTunes, all that kind of noise. Uh, so if you like, uh, because Darren plays GAA for, uh, or Herlin for uh, East Belfast GAA, which oh, nice. is a, it's a real Protestant area of Belfast, um, is East Belfast. So it's community, nice kind of thing. I don't know. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, between that and this podcast, I think we can finally bring the two sides together, you know? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long overdue. Yeah, guys, well, fucking thanks so much for having me on. Just just before you go, Jordan, it's been excellent, okay? Just to to say, he does, he has moved to Tampa Bay. Uh And um, (laughs) he didn't need trainers back. Let me just read the actual statement here. Oh, fuck it. I had it. Where is it? (laughs) Give us a second. Oh, this is the guy who's going to teach English. Are you kidding yeah. me? Uh, <laughs> uh, for, his former trainer alleged that he exposed himself to her and ejaculated on her back. Yeah. So there you go. Go Buccaneers. <laughs> go Bucks. Who, who, who do you support actually before we go? Who do you support? Um, uh, ice hockey, Vancouver Canucks, uh, baseball, Boston Red Sox, um, uh, basketball, Chicago Bulls, and American football, the uh, um, New York Jets. Okay. That's a very eclectic yeah. mix. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all just from like different family members and stuff like that. Bulls, yeah. America, so. Bulls uh, is hard. <laughs> Bulls is hard. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time. <laughs> I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, yeah, Premier League, uh, real quick. Uh, Premier League. Uh, I support West Ham uh, because out of spite for my dad. Because uh, he took me to uh, a match, uh, he was a diehard United fan, so he took me to West Ham against United in uh, Old Trafford, and we went to the Trafford Centre before the game, and like I wanted a toy or something out of like one of the toy shops, like um, in t- uh, the Trafford Centre. He didn't get yeah. me it, uh, so I was like, "Fuck you, I'm supporting this team now," and it's stuck now for <laughs> over 15 years. Yeah, you showed. I me. really wanted that Tamagotchi, so <laughs> it still burns. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Okay, yeah, yeah. well, now that I got down my system, I found out he came on our back. We can end the podcast now. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, you've been you've been a great guest. It's been so fun. We went Thanks by. We did an hour so quickly. Yeah, fucking like that. And when this lockdown shit's over, we'll definitely have you on proper. You know, be in the Can't room wait. together. Yeah. yeah. No, we're getting you down to the house, and I tell you what, I'm going to get my girlfriend to 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 look after you. <laughs> never offered that to me uh, 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 anyway alright guys uh, you won't, I'll have to convince her <laughs> no it's it's fine like don't okay she's not, yeah, no, not okay. going to get all weird about it is she come on love okay, yes please. Anne it's improv yes Anne the word no doesn't exist okay yeah. that's the end of the podcast guys uh, you've been a great guest we're going to end it there bye, bye. cheers guys